so I don't want to offend any of our listeners, but uh, if you play Ponza, turn the cast off. Don't listen to Ooh. us. <laughs> turn around. Think about your decisions. Yeah. And then you're probably still playing like an okay deck. It just yeah. like salts us the hell out. <laughs> to learn my teachings, I must first teach you how to are you kidding me? I'm sure I haven't the faintest idea what you're talking about. For those who need a visual effect, Colin is running around the room. <laughs> what we've got here is failure to communicate. Let me spin. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. No, the joke is missing a bunch of different ways to get lethal in the finals of a Pro Tour. Yeah. Uh, first off, the game was moving and like things were happening and I didn't see lethal because I was just like I just assumed Darby was dead. Right. Like I think we all were just like, ah, this is over. Turn it off. And like, I turned Darby it off died. on turn four. Yeah. <laughs> when he didn't have the braid for, <laughs> for the, industry yeah, harvester, the harvester and they yeah, got an yeah. attack in. Yeah. I was and like, Yeah, this is over. The harvester just did him in, but yeah. after that it just became worse, right? It it went from bad to worse. Right. It kept getting worse. Mm-hmm. And uh and then he topped a glory bringer, and we were all like, "Oh my god, oh my god, that di- that did it!" And then I mentioned in the chat a little bit later, I was like, "Wait, he had five lands and a Kenra in the yard, so Kenra actually would have also done it, and then or a land also would have done it." And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah sure." So we had like forty percent to win at that point, and uh, turns out the you know his opponent could have killed him. Earlier, with like a, a lot of ways, yeah, like a PNLR activation or something. But sometimes you just you do stupid stuff, right? Like this is a true statement. I, with Amulet Titan, you miss winning lines frequently. Uh, it's yeah, not about the destination; it's about the journey. Dude, right? so many Amulet times Amulet this weekend, so hard. I was like, I should have played this land last turn. Yeah, yeah, you and like die from your land drops. Me. It's bad beats. Yeah. Like sometimes you just put in the spot where you you know get tunnel vision. Right, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I just need a path to exile to clear this board. I fucked up a fetch that didn't get an overgrown tomb. And yeah, I had an Orzhov Pontiff just sitting in my hand. Yep. Yeah. Derek mm-hmm. told me you went turn one, murmuring mm-hmm. boss or breeding pool, breeding pool, breeding and pool. you like you played turn one breeding as pool and then went. As soon as I played it, God no. God damn. Yeah, yeah. Like somehow you played breeding pool and your opponent hadn't done anything and you knew you'd lost the game. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, well, I guess that's modern. I guess, but whatever. Yeah. Fetching is one of the hardest things to do. Get it, I didn't even fetch. I just stuff. didn't play you Temple just Garden. You played a land? Yeah. So I didn't, play, I didn't play Temple Garden. I played Breeding Pool instead of Temple Garden because yeah. I knew my fetch land had to get Basic Forest because he was playing Ponza. Oh, I was like, sure. okay, I can just do nothing on turn two and hope and like play it safe, or I can just hope he doesn't have it. Uh, if you play, play Breeding Pool, you can't play Boys. Yeah. But uh, I also had Horizon uh, Canopy okay. in my hand. It still yeah. didn't matter, given the Blood Moon scenario. Yeah. I could have been like, hope he doesn't have it. He had it. They do. Because he went, turn one Arbor Elf. Also, I'm like, you don't keep a seven that has turn one Arbor Elf that doesn't have anything else. Uh, have Acid Moss. Almost certainly. That's even worse yeah, for is. me, it actually. Is. Yeah. Acid Moss is baloney. Because like, that just card true. is really Because just think if I did true. get Forest, and he just goes, turn two Acid oh, Moss. Oh, my God. And then turn three Blood Moon. So, I don't want to offend any of our listeners, but uh, 
if you play Ponza, turn the cast off. Don't listen to Ooh. us. <laughs> turn around. Think about your decisions. Yeah. And then you're probably still playing like an okay deck. It just yeah. like salts us the hell out. <laughs> I think Bloodbraid Elf was like the like oh saving grace in parentheses of that deck. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, like suddenly you're playing an actual meta card. It's, yeah. it's still yeah. not good, but it's unfortunately a good card. Like I lost game one to the Ponza opponent. When he mulling into five, he didn't do anything on turn one or two. Yep. Went turn three, tireless tracker. Turn four, Bloodbraid Elf into Stone Rain. I was like, Yep. Ah. Die. Baker, that sounds very familiar right. of your I'm, experience. Uh, you know, should have dropped after round one. If you uh, can't yeah. beat an opponent that doesn't do, like, doesn't even play a land on turns one and two, pick up your cards. Go home. It Dot rug shift. Yeah, no, yeah. Rug shift. rug shift. Did, so rug shift was like Kek. a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a great time. I had a really good time with the people that I talked to and stuff. Uh, if you don't find the card, scape shift, gonna lose a lot of games. Yep. And that's or Sarkin and Broken. Yeah. Man, what a tilt! So I had my opponent dead because I have nine lands in play and a scape shift in hand, and he has basically nothing going on. And I top deck Sarkin Unbroken, and I'm like, why? <laughs> cast <laughs> like, it. Go. Like, I was like, I just want to cast this card just to let him know I have it, and then cast the scape shift. You'd even play around spell Is this game one? I can't play around spell pierce. I can oh, play, I can pl- I can play around mana tie. One one yeah, it adds one mana. It was game hold. game two, I think. Yeah, it was game okay. two. Okay. No, it was game so three. Like, it was game three. Oh, so okay. I was like, so, like, you really wanted him to know. I wanted him to know, body. but also, you know what's better than letting them know? Winning the game. So I decided, I was like, I'll just play this scape, scape shift. I floated five mana. That way, if the scape shift resolved and he had something, I would just like post... Like, after the scapeshift, play the Sarkin. Right. So if he had, like... Obs. Uh, something that'll prevent the damage. Angel's Grace. Yeah, sure, Angel's... Sure. If he sure. had something goofy, right? Um, or, like, a beast within on one of your lands. Well, he, like, he had one card in hand, two lands untapped, and a vial on two. And he, like, activates vial in response to scapeshift. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. It's a lead and Arbiter. So... Pay two. I paid the two. Shocking. Oh. Paid the no. tax. I paid the two. Okay. And then I found nine lands in my library and dealt him 42 damage. Is there ever a time in Scapeshift's life where you're like, I don't have nine lands, so I'm going to put you to like two? Uh, (laughs) So this actually happens. Usually seven lands is like your requisite number, right? Seven lands is 18 damage. And that's almost always enough in modern. Right, you fetch right? shock, like that's. Well, yeah, people fetch, people shock. Like, also, you should have like bolted them or something at this point. Like, you can even like snap bolt them or like just electrolyze them to kind of get there. Uh, but one time, I like knew I needed to go quick because I was playing against a burn ish deck, like Bedlam Reveler burn. This is a brew this guy had, and uh, I hit my seven land and I went scape shift to get seven lands eighteen. Yeah, and he goes eighteen, and I'm like, yeah. Lightning Helix? And I looked at his life total, and he was at 20. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, yep, just 18. And I had a mountain in hand. And I'm like, well, if he doesn't gain life and I get get to untap, I'm going to win the game. But just play land to win? Yeah, yeah, you just play a land to win. But he killed you, didn't he? No, I played a land to one. There it is. Never mind. It it got there. Uh, He had like three Bedlam Revelers in hand, and that's... Turns out lands are pretty powerful. Yeah. Valakut, the Molten Pinnacle, why is that legendary? Nobody knows. But probably should be. 
That said, can't stand that deck. Never again. I don't know. I three owed with it last night, so we'll. <laughs> <laughs> Such a love hate relationship. Three owed my local modern tournament. Yeah, ask me anything. Night. Yeah, I'll write a report on Reddit. You should. Also, if you write a report on Reddit after like three owing your weekly, stop. That's hateful. I'm sorry. I shouldn't talk about this, but like there are many Amulet Titan players who are like, yeah, I just pick up the deck and went and like two three in my local meta last <laughs> night. And they're like, it feels so good to learn how to pilot this deck. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Like, you put a Primeval Titan in play? Like, yeah. And nothing else. Good like, job, you know, idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, you did to, it. You got to six mana and then just cast, cast the creature. Fatty. And like, then did, did you search for two lands? Yeah. No. And they, and they were even like, yeah, I didn't even have to like tutor for a peck indication or like a engineered explosives to like blow up a yada yada like nothing zero so did you even learn how to play the deck no uh, you, you get to six mana and you just cast a dummy you put a titan into play right dude modern can't beat titan but like how hard is like turn one thoughts he's turn two life turn three liliana harder than you think right. actually turns out you have to register the deck to do that shots fired oh my God. staring <laughs> intently at austin Baker. So to preface this, uh, my handle on Twitter is <laughs> Jund Boy. Didn't play Jund. No. Uh, that was didn't even pay like one of the colors, right? I played red, not black. And I played green. two colors. I played two yeah, of the colors. Okay. I played red, green. Just I had not black. I had important stomping one. ground in my deck. So for reference, uh, Jund won the regional. It did. It took first. It did. <laughs> Against a cupcake top eight for Jund, like two shadow dude, players, dude. I couldn't pick a better top eight for Jund. Honestly, it was so disgusting. Two uh, shadow players, yeah. Elves, Storm. El- Elves is actually sometimes hard. Hollowed like, one, Affinity. Affinity. What are we missing? Shadow. Two shadows. Storm. There's two shadows. Shadow, Storm, Elves, Affinity, Hollowed one, Shadow. I said two shadows. Oh, okay. shadow? He's uh, counting on two fingers for you listeners <laughs> out there. I know you can't see his fingers, but, but yeah. we can. Uh, I have the sure. things pulled up. Not still. Dr- Ponza. Ponza. Uh, it was Ponza. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it was Ponza. So pretty okay. That, that right? one's that, that one's surprisingly okay. You can disrupt uh, if they have like a really early blood moon. You're like kind of in trouble. But uh, this guy also went Edo in the Swiss. Um, I'm not going to. I don't want to like hate. On the player or anything like that. Sure. Um, but he, I think this player, I think you said he wrote a report or whatever, and by his own volition, he, did. he said some of the card choices were poor. Correct. Uh, he played three Liliana in the main. Veil. Uh, in the, veil. In the, of the Veil in the 75. One last hope. Right. That's irrelevant. Sure. But he didn't play a fourth because he just didn't have access to sure. it. Sure. He played a back to nature in the sideboard. Don't yeah. play that. I uh, mean, like. You said it was bad. Uh, I understand. Even like, against your Boggles opponent, like, that's you're still favored. Like a yeah, there's, like, desert, there's right? a reason Boggles is like main decking ley lines and nonsense like that. It's because Jund is an awful matchup. Uh, so Which like, is weird, right? Is it? Maybe. What do you mean? I don't know. It's just you weird. You have like, Inquisitions me. and pushes and Abrupt Decay is like the it most just, important card in that deck. It just Can feels be. like yeah. Boggles excels in against the try to kill your things sure. decks. Sure, sure. Which Jund is sometimes. Yeah, so for my list of Jund, I actually have two quote-unquote dead cards, and that's it. Two, two Terminate. Everything else is, like, really good. But, like, even Terminate's fine. 
Terminator because they play Core Spirit Dancer and like right. Dry Arbor even if right. they sometimes play. It, like, sometimes you just target something so mm-hmm. they can't equip. Oh, yeah, the dude. discard spells are good and the bolts are good. And Side note, real quick, flashback to last cast about the about the rules change where you have to play your spells or your creatures with your <laughs> oh yeah with yeah. your yeah. Play like magic front correctly is what you're lands saying. in the back. Yeah, basically. I overheard. I was talking to uh, my my. Uh, I was talking to just somebody. He was playing a dried arbor in his deck. He's like, "Yeah, my opponent mana leaked me when I had two lands, but my dried arbor with my was with my creatures." And I just go, "Oh, oh pay three. Oh, he just forgot and about his it. Opponent was huh. just like, "Yep." What? That's Next good. game. Because yeah. I guess it was like a lethal spell that he right, was casting. Right. Huh. That's really strange. And I'm just like, hmm. Where do you- both sides of the coin, Watsy. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, both yeah. No matter so. what you do, it's not going to matter. So let me play my freaking lands in front of my... I had three judges come <laughs> up to me this past weekend and say, uh, son, you need to play your good. creatures in front of your lands. I'm like, ah! learn. My Whoa. last round, My last round Ponza opponent was just like pretty cool. Because I saw that he was, like, kind of doing the same thing. Like, he started out the same way. I'm like, dude, do you play your lands up front, too? He goes, yeah, but the judges have been, like, making me switching around. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything if you don't say anything. And we fist fist bumped before the match. Yeah. And we're like, nobody call a judge. Yeah. Yeah. Also. Backwards, bros. Yeah. They're trash. Yeah. Don't do that. It's all right. You can be. We love you. You still, you just, you're basic if you do that. We love you for you, but But, not because you play your lands in front. Yeah, well. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Uh, PG podcast, dude. What is the point of that? I still don't understand because I've always played my lands behind, but like. Part of it's like a teaching thing. I don't know. I used to play upside down. Yeah, why? You remember that? Yeah, that was awful. There was nothing worse than that. (laughs) Honestly, I just. To try to make it easier. I, pl- I Again, I did play with a lot of people in KC who are trying to learn magic. And I would just play upside down with my lands up front. Help them read the cards better. I knew what my cards did. Like, yeah. yeah. The first GP I went to, it tilted the hell out of people. Because I was playing burn. Which is also kind of tilting. When you're yeah. losing a burn upside down. like And in reverse order. Yeah. <laughs> From somebody that... Is Colin right? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm just gonna say, like, when you sit across <laughs> from Colin, like, maybe you expect burn. I kind of would. Skulling Tarn, <laughs> fetch Sacred Foundry, forehead, uh, and then he's just like Bird of Paradise. Go sus- suspend Riftbolt, idiot. Yeah, Bird of Paradise. Do off we, that Sacred Foundry. Do we want to talk any any more about regionals? None of us stop. Neither of us stop it. It wasn't, particu- being it wasn't particularly Austin eventful. Uh. So, like, my deck choice was poor for our regional, but, like, Rug Scapeshift took second at Raleigh. I yes. just I just butchered that. Raleigh. Yeah, it's, it's just Raleigh. It's, I know. I, I, like, I said it, and I realized that's not how you say that word, but here we are. Uh, yeah, Raleigh, North, North Carolina. Is North Carolina? Yep. North Carolina, right, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of, kind of cool. Uh, his list was upsettingly very similar to mine. He's snapping like, how similar? Like, 75 similar? Yeah, he had no Sarkin unbroken, <laughs> so probably his better. Uh, or so, Teferi or, in the sideboard. Or Teferi. So I think Teferi Mages off. Oh, my God. So I was playing against Living in round six, and I'm like, oh, God, I don't have any sideboard cards for this because I chose not to play Graveyard Hate because, you know, why would you? Um, 
But like Reman and Cryptic Command are insane in that matchup, right? I was going through my sideboard looking for like things that I would bring in, and then I saw Teferi Mage of Zalfir. And I was like, this is the most insane sideboard card I can possibly think of against Oblivion. So tell me what that card does. So uh, I'm going to butcher this. It's five mana, blue, 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 two. It's a three, four with flash. That's not really that relevant. Um, But like five mana, creature with flash that you can play in response to a cascade trigger. And why would you do that? It's because it has an ability on it that says your opponents can only cast spells at sorcery speed. Now, Essentially. Oh, I'm I'm wondering if that's how that works. Did you call a judge on that to make sure that's how that worked? How what works? Because I'm wondering because like with um living in living ends a sorcery anyway. Correct. I'm wondering if Cascade ignores the restrictions it does. Of it does. Yes. Of like the speeds. Cascade does, but you can't cast you can't cast Livian because uh like Demonic Dread or um Violent Outburst is still on the stack. I'm pretty yeah, sure. that's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying well, though. Because well. like Cascade specifically says you may cast a spell. Well I'm right. pretty sure in magic can outweighs can't. Uh that's actually backwards, I think, Mr. Judge. Shit, I wouldn't know. I guess it makes sense that like you put something like you cast Blood Raid Elf, right? Fairy Mage of Zelfer versus Cascade Magic Rulings, and like Blood Raid Elf doesn't resolve until you cast a second spell, yeah, or choose not to. Uh, resolution. So if you're concerned, uh, Cascade is a triggered ability, so you can flash into Fairy with Cascade trigger on the stack. The trigger will still go off, and your opponent will still reveal cards, but he or she will be unable to cast the spell off Cascade. All the real revealed cards we put on the bottom of the library. That's wild. Is he yeah, that just doesn't creature? make sense to me. This is why not? I don't know. It it just feels, it just feels like it doesn't make sense. Because like most of the time, as far as I'm aware, can't outweighs can usually. But it could. I be don't know good. if any of you guys like have like specific rulings. Yeah. Let us know. It's like Ixalan's binding and Squee, right? I think they yeah. fixed that. They did probably. Also, also on Moto, like if you cast your second approach to the second sun, even if you or if your opponent casts an approach to the second sun, even if you have Lich's mastery out, like you still just lost. Really? Which is weird. What? Yeah, uh, Ollie on, I was watching Ollie on Trazi's stream the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, that just happened." What? Uh, Which back doesn't this make up. sense. What's going on? What's the situation? Yeah. Oh, I I don't know. I he just like he didn't touch on it like too much. But apparently he like. So if you cast your second, Lich's Master says you can't. I don't know if that's just like a moto bug. It's gotta be right. Gotta be a bug. Or like that's just something they had to fix. Hey, Watsy, fix the bug. Fix in post, (laughs) dude. Fix fix it in post. Because Mastery says your. It doesn't say that your opponent can't win the game. It just says you can't lose. You can't lose the game. Oh, which is is different. I don't know if your opponent winning the game implying is implying that you lost the game. Uh, no, actually, interestingly enough. So, like, in a four-player commander game, like, if somebody's playing door to nothingness, someone can lose, but you don't win. But yeah, if you but win, everyone else... Way, right? If you win, everyone else just automatically loses. But even is the loser... Yeah. Yeah. Almost certainly. Interesting. That's a weird card. That's why you don't print cards this and say weird. you cannot lose the game. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not going to think too much about it. It's like Gideon's emblem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I have Gideon's Emblem and a Gideon and you cast Approach? Yeah. Okay. Because, like, you're not losing. Your opponent's just winning. Which, I know that's, like, really, like, splitting hairs. 
but I it's magic for you. Ugh. It's kind of how it I don't, works. I don't have the mental capacity to think about <laughs> this right now. Remember when magic was just like, here's a random like four drop that's a three one, and it's just like yeah. does nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have Notion Thief that's a four drop three one. Uh, that card makes name mad. another name I, another four drop three one. I legit Go. thought about playing it in my sideboard. Did you really? over over the hostage taker? Like I thought yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, I had a notion thief. Yeah, who's drawing all those cards though? Uh, 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 Jess Guy. I, dude, I really. You I built my sideboard this weekend specifically, sure. like kind of to be control decks. Yeah, yeah. Or me too. Decks in general. Wrong part of the fair meta. Turns out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I brought in a lot of those cards a lot this weekend though. Yeah. See, you remembered that the Midwest is fair magic, but what you forgot is that. We are also abusive to ourselves, so then we play Jund. That's what you're supposed to play, probably, because no one else is going to play it. Going to play like Affinity, Death. Oh, who? Also, what were people doing with Death Shadow in their deck? Yeah, right. That deck hasn't what been a thing in. Are you months. doing? You're going to play. Hold on. So you're going to register. So okay, I'm the one to talk because I registered uh, Rogue Scapeshift. So uh, whatever. I'm not like judging myself here, but like, you're going to sign up for an event. With the main, like, the top decks in the meta being Jeskai Control, Humans, and Mardu Pyromancer, and you're going to put Death Shadow in your deck? Yeah, Bro, dog. what are you doing? That seems awful. Beating us nerds, at least. Well, you know, they top eight and I didn't, so. It's just the pairings board, you know? <laughs> Listen, if you can't beat the pairings board in Modern, you're going to have a long day ahead of you. And you know how you beat the pairings board, right? Uh, you play play a rogue deck. Oh, you don't sign up. Yeah, oh yeah, that too. <laughs> not sign up. That's what Peter did. Did not sign up for regional. And then I won. I beat the pairings board. Uh, yeah, you thoroughly. had a good weekend. You had yeah. no stress, just like Zero. showing out. Uh, all my seventy-five cards were the best cards I could have ever played. Yeah, no changes even. Zero. I'm, I'm no. looking at this um, Death Shadow list. Uh, I was my homie Devin Beston that took second. I have no idea. Uh, who that he is. he's with the crew Sorry, that Devin. comes down from Illinois from time to time. With Trevor Fenton and um, the rest of that crew. If I say yes. Trevor Fenton's the burn dude that plays Mandak Deflecting Palm. Gross. Anyway, uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, um, sure. I, I actually really like his sideboard for this. Okay. With, uh, with it. Uh, a Grim Lavamancer. Yes. Two Ceremonious Rejections. Okay. Kozlex Return. Sure. And Radiant Flames. Like a split of those two. Okay. Um, Col- one Colgon's command, the fourth stub in the board. Sure. Two last hopes in the board. Bold. Uh, a Dreadbore, three lingering souls, and a Godless shrine. God bless. Like Dreadbore. the old tech with the lingering souls and the Godless shrine in Out the board. Out of Grixis. Yeah, he was also playing two lightning bolts in the main deck. Which. That's a good call. They actually. haven't been. Yeah, that's a much. really good call. Two lightning bolts and three a push? Dis- three push and a dismember. Yep. Only one cold guns. That's the, the best deck. build I can think of, and it's probably not playable. But also, hey, good on him. Like really Crushed good on him. It, really. Yeah, he did, he did a great All job. All the matches I watched him play, he like the kids. Kids a good pilot. Sure. I, th- I think. Sure. Part of me thinks he's close to cracking top thirty-two in like points. Yeah, so he's grinding as he yeah. wins. Like, yeah. which yeah. is really, which is really sweet. For him. Yeah, good on him. Like, it's good to see local, like, semi-local players doing well. Yeah, he's 24th right now. Yeah. Wow. I think uh, it's in a the, In the season one standings. Are we Are we close? No, uh, no, not at all. Okay. 
I think, let's see. I don't plan enough. But I think this is a testament to play what you know, right? Yeah. As it turns out, the best thing you can probably be doing is, again, the decks you have reps with. Um, I do think, to some degree, people have a natural affinity for certain decks. (laughs) Colin should just probably always play bad chord decks. Bad in quotation yeah. marks. I, Colin, yeah, much you, love, but you know, you, you know what I mean. Like toolbox decks, right? Yeah. You need to play Amulet Titan. <laughs> That's not toolbox enough for me. I and I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But it's meta enough. Look, if your toolbox is all hammers, yeah. like that's not a toolbox. <laughs> oh but my god! Every hammer does something. Yeah. It, like you're never like, oh, this card is just dead. Sometimes it is, but your six six is never dead until it, you know, it is. And then you just get another one. Yeah. I don't know, man. I want you to try it. I want you to learn I the deck. I have tried it. I, it I like just I want you to learn the deck and just see what it can offer. I am not smart enough to play Amulet Titan. I will concede that You don't right have now. to be smart, man. You just cast Primeval Titan. Peter, the like tutoring packages and like your land sequencing is incredibly important in that deck. <laughs> I'm not that smart. <laughs> yeah, like, but like again, this is what I'm saying. Like, you kind of have a natural affinity for Titan. I can only play green black decks. Why? Don't know. Play slider pack mainboard, dude. Oh God, I used to. No, I didn't. Don't do that because that's how you lose. Dude, play Abzan with like Mendic Worship and, <laughs> and Thrun the last troll. Uh, is Thrun is going in Amulet Titan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, just my opponent. Summoner's packed. Oh, it resolves. Great. Yeah, here's Thrun. Thrun. Idiot. Uh, anyway, yeah. here's Thrun. Most of them <laughs> somehow aren't playing a Wrath of God. I'm like, what What are you doing? There's Jund in the meta. It's not fast enough. Wrath? Or yeah. Thrun? Turn four? Wrath? No, they're playing Supreme Verdicts, but they're not playing actual Wrath. So, like, old oh, Jessica used, like to play, used, to, used to play, like, a split, like a 2-1 or a 1-1 split right. of Wrath Verdict, and they're just not... Those are the ones I've seen. Like, some people are probably... Uh, they're woke and they're doing it, but also here's a woke statement. You ready for <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah. Peter's hot take. Okay. You'll see in the next month. All right. Your second wrath in every seventy-five. Yeah. Settle the wreckage. That's boom. That's maybe likely. So it exiles. So it's scavenging use. Good luck. Also, like the reason, the main reason people now have been diversifying their wraths anyway. It's not. It's not surgical. It's freaking meddling. Yeah, it's oh, meddling. Yeah. Mage, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And until we see otherwise, people aren't going to name meddling. People aren't going to name settle with their meddling mages. Why would you? Yeah, yeah. Although you, you should, about you only have bolt, one basic exile. land in that human's deck. Mm. Yeah. You know what's uh, you know what's really interesting? Last night, Jordan Litsky, who won our local IQ a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. with eggs, mm-hmm. uh, was playing Boggles for fun. And he attacked with two lethal creatures on their own into four open mana. He had no creatures at the end of that, like at the end of that yeah. combat step, yep. at least. Settle. Doesn't target at least. It's a wrath that like exiles and like doesn't care about totem armor. It targets player, yeah. but like... Uh, whatever. Leyline. What a weird uh, card. Well. Shalai. Shalai also eh. messed my life up last night. That was my one loss. That was really annoying. Just the, I lost that game. I won the match, but like Shalai is pretty powerful. Uh, you're all over that card, right? Yeah, I think that card's yeah. good. Yeah, that card is good. It's great. The worst part about yeah. that card is that Fatal Push can hit it, kind of. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right when removal. you say kind of for right. sure, for sure. Like trading four mana for one is not great. 
even like terminate four mana for two is not great, but but it's the card advantage, right? Like you have to spend a card to just kill this three four flyer. Kind of, it's just that it's effect. It's a month. It's yeah, it's a one for one, but it's like it's a must answer. Right. Yeah. So it's a one that's not hitting like scavenging ooze or right. Like you can't even go on a down tick. Yeah, you can't. Because I've oh yeah, because you have expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was like trying to think of last open. I'm like, you can definitely do that, but yeah, veil for sure. Yeah. yeah. Can uptick though. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think regionals is fine. Regionals is fine. It was a good time. I had a good time. Roughly two hundred people at the uh, at the. So KC there event. was two hundred. I think the final number was like two hundred and a little over about two hundred fifteen. Yeah, some, somewhere around there. Because there were two hundred seven when they posted the player list, and people were like, people "Oh, were my name's not on there. Yeah, my yeah, name's yeah. not on there." Yeah, roughly two ten. So close to that. Um, Memphis was a dollar and change. Yeah. Yep. That's what I heard. So one twenty something like that. Yeah, I I spoke to Nat. Of majorlings, mm-hmm. um, kind of what happened, you know, mm-hmm. because this was a big event. Like it's, it's at this place where not many large events are held. They had a very good. Ve- they had a really good venue too. Yeah, great venue. Yeah, a lot of people wanted to come out and play. Unfortunately, we couldn't make it down. We actually had to. I mean, it's audible. a trip, right? It, it, yeah, six hours from Columbia. It's we were willing to go, but three hours is very different than six. And it's a long way. Yeah, we had other we had friends going to uh, people from the local mm-hmm. shop were going to KC anyway, so we just had to audible. And like Colin said, like it is a test market. Yeah. However, there are shops on there who, like, they don't fire IQs. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being in a an area playing Magic, never playing in an IQ? We are abundantly blessed. I think, like, there's IQs around us or in town. Once a month, at least for three yeah. months, it was every weekend. There was something, some kind yeah. of IQ. Right? And we, we have a lot of double weekends too, don't yeah. we? Like energy stuff. So mm-hmm. like that's pretty. Like we 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 are spoiled in a lot of ways for the amount of competitive events we get. So I think I think that attributes to it. I also think that the local shops um, did not want to see the success of SCG at a mm. regionals event. They wanted the original success to be the shops, but they did not want to. Um, put the cost up front. Interesting. Because sometimes, like, when you have an IQ, shops don't make money. That is correct. Uh, shops can potentially lose money on IQs. Right, especially if you have, like, less than 15, 16 players. Like, yeah, if you're giving money. out 1K and you don't bring in at least 1K worth of entry fees, you can do the math. Yeah, even if people buy cards. Right. Uh, but um, Nata Majorling said that it was a success and he would absolutely do it again. Like, it was a great learning experience. A lot of people got interested uh, in like higher tier tournaments, you know, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Well, if like you said, it's since it's a test market, it's one of those deals where um, people don't really know what to expect. And some some if they don't have a lot of IQs and stuff down there, then maybe people are unsure what a regionals is like, or you know what's gonna, what it's going to be like. And maybe they're a bit hesitant at first. But Magic uh, it sound like they did it well and did it right and got a really good venue. Right. I got to see the floor layout of the venue. Uh, and what it was going to be. They had a lot of space, which let me tell you, space is just so important when you're running magic events. God, the more the better. How was collector's cash? Like, was it packed? It was tight. Yeah? It was tight. But um, not unbearable. It was not unbearable. I would, not, I would not have wanted 10 more people. The only but, yeah. gripe I have cl- about collector's cash is that there was only one damn bathroom. <laughs> yeah, oh my really? God. Really? Yeah. Not, n- like, one person at a time. One bathroom. Baker was there. 200 people. I had to call a judge at the beginning of yeah. round two 
and said, yeah. Judge, I'm literally about to wet myself. Can I go use the restroom and, <laughs> yeah. and not get a game loss right. for not being at my yeah, seat? And the for right. like, sure, of course. Or for the like, beginning of the round. Yeah, there was a line constantly. Mm-hmm. Constantly. And and that's frustrating, but what are you going to do? Like, like, I get it. I they should. If that's the only gripe I have about a place, that's not, yeah, other than that, things were run pretty there. well. Yeah. The event was run smoothly. Uh, it's really tough. I, uh, pairings are just a night. Can you imagine pairings for 200 people? Like, just on a piece of paper? Let me tell you a story. Yeah. All about how. Yeah. Memphis turned out like hell. Oh, okay. So they were an hour late. Yeah. Uh, Heard about this. And, rumors. and for one reason or another, their pairing system was just crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, printers went down. Everything that could go wrong did. Right. Law, right. Yeah. My boy Murphy. <laughs> yeah. However, nobody complained. So I think that says something about yeah the quality of magic we have currently in modern, especially in that area, is that people who want to play are going to show up and play, mm-hmm. and we're not just going to sit there and gripe. Yeah. Because no, I remember good. like four or five months ago when the pairing system went down and you were paired against like O5s. Oh, yeah. And you were just expected to play. I would have been mad. Yeah. People were. People were. But, like, I don't think that's just says like the random pairings about, or whatever. Yep. Even in, yep. I don't think that says anything about, it's about were. Like, the state of modern magic. I think it says something about the, the quality of player. Maybe. I don't know. If I was like 5 0 and got paired against an 05 rando that <laughs> built their deck specifically to beat mine and literally no other deck and got. Like schemazed, right? I would be so upset. Yeah, as you should, as you should. Yeah. However, an hour delay in the pairings board is not enough to upset the current players because oh, yeah, we play, know nobody yeah. play Magic yet. Right. This is true. Yeah. Well, we also I, I, I know like I'm an hour is nothing. Right. Like apples and oranges. Right. Right. Now. I think that's. There was an anyways. interesting point after round three. They gave us about an hour. Yeah. To grab they lunch and lunch stuff. Break. Oh. That was interesting because like regionals was. This Basically, as long as a GP day one. Yeah, it was eight rounds. It's eight rounds. That's cut to top eight. Yeah, cut to top eight. And like, so for some of us, it was longer. Well, for some well, of the people, not of us, not, not any us, of us. But like, for some people that were there, um, it was longer than a GP day one, which that's a long day, man. That's a long yeah. day. Uh, and like, they found a way to get a lunch break in, which I guess, like I say, found a way, but like, you know, it was a uh, interesting that they tried to squeeze that in with eight hours, at least eight hours of magic. And probably, you know, 11 hours considering the top eight. But I don't know. I think you just get a better quality person when you give them an hour break. You right? think so? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. When you get, like, a bunch of sweaty dudes in a room. We got to go across so the like street and get cast station hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had trail mix and water. Yeah, as so you should have. I was smart. You elitist. I lost every round after I had a gas station hot dog, so you tell me what was good. Was it the hot dog? Yeah. Maybe. I'm going to say it was. I lost to variance. That's how that works. worth, I don't think that's a possible thing that happens, but yeah, sure. It's, I'm wrong, obviously. What's interesting about variance, about just to go off on a tangent yeah. here, it's like, as you as you two know, the audience has not. I've been brewing some weird decks lately. Yeah, you've been messing these, around. Yeah, a lot of these decks include blue, but no serum visions. Yeah. And I've had feedback of like, are you an idiot? Like, you got to play this one mana thing. I'm in that camp. I, I'm i not. Serum Vision is a terrible magic card if you play it, you're wrong. I would rather play Ooh. Inquisition. 
Sure. Turn one. Yeah, it's more powerful and it does something. Sure, I can play like Serum Visions in a later turn, but at what turn? Like turn five when I have nothing? Sure. Because it's not turn two or turn three. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Serum Visions is not good. So people are playing it in Jeskai Control? What are you doing? Why? Just play Sphinx Revelation. Gain life at the same time. You are. You're playing <laughs> four, <laughs> four what? Go ahead, Colin. Four Serum Visions in a... Do you know Sphinx how bad boy. that card is? Sphinx's Revelation? Oh, no. Sphinx's Revelation is great. That one's card's insane. Jeskai Control Decks of the past. So if you dig into Modern's history a little bit, Jeskai Control Decks never played Serum Visions. Ever. Was this when they had Ponder? No. This was Born of the Gods. This was Fate Reforged. This was like before, basically before Nahiri, they never played Serum Visions. Not once. Okay. Never. Was this more of a flash deck then? No. It was like main deck Anger of the Gods. It was like Pod Era. You never played Serum Visions. And they didn't. Sean McLaren, he won the PT. No Serum Visions in his deck. None. And then people played Nahiri, and you had to play Serum Visions because Emrakul was in your deck. And that's terrible. You really wanted to scry that one to the bottom. So, like, they started, like, doing some of that. And then people dropped the Nahiri package and kept the Serum Visions. Why? I don't know. Can't I think it's it a trap. I I think don't, you, don't get me wrong. It's fine. Like, it's okay to play. I don't know, dude. But, like, eh. I would rather do anything else. Maybe. Mike, what? Like, what are you doing on your turn one? Thoughtsies. Inquisition. Playing a fetch sure. and passing the turn. Mike? Yeah, play a fetch, pass the turn. Play the fetch, pass I don't, turn. I'm not going to say play opt, right? Because that's what a lot of people need to. It's like, oh, if you're not going to play Serum Regions, you play Opt, right? No. Sure. No. I think you just wait and let them do their thing and yeah. react. You're a reactive deck. Like, just just sit. Just chill. You don't have to do anything. Like, it, you're just going to draw anything. Kind of. Uh, Search for Riscanta is also a two-mana do-nothing enchantment. But it scries you every turn, and then it flips. Sure. Right. But like it doesn't like draw. Serum Visions doesn't do that. Sure. Since Jeskai has started to pick up more one ofs, more like one of negate, one of secure the waste. So like Serum Visions is a little bit more reasonable. But hey, I guess that makes sense to me. Like so, if you're looking for like a one or two of a torrential gear Hulk, sure, right? Like you just need a, a beater, or you need to find that one or two of Teferi. Yeah. Right? If you're just like digging, like if. My experience with Jeskai has been you are never trying to actively kill your opponent. You're just trying to set yourself up into a situation where you're comfortable to play your own game. Right. Well, no, you got to kill your like Jeskai has to turn the corner fairly quickly. Well, eventually you have to kill your opponent. Like by turn 10 though. If you're if you're at turn 10 and like you're not dead. Jeskai's not that good at going late. It's just the uh again the inability to like close. Grixis has even a worse problem with it. God, Grixis can't close. Is that why we didn't see many, or if any, Grixis? Do you see any Grixis like at control regionals? Nobody's, yeah. played, nobody's played Grixis control in forever. Well, one person is. Our lone hero. Well, Burkhardt. Not even that. He's pro- I mean, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Is he alive? From him and- <laughs> did, Grixis, started, did the Grixis started, gods finally take him? I think he Maybe. started 5-6-0 at the Pro Tour, but I don't know how it finished. Sure. Yeah, but it's, I mean, standard. Standard's right? interesting. Yeah. What's good in standard? Like, red decks? Is that Black red, apparently. Is that what you're uh, to goblin play? Chain Whirler. Yeah, just that card. Yeah. Not Rampaging Ferocidon, though. Yeah, that, that card's too good, yes. apparently. 
can't play it. Too which good. Too triggers good the heck out of me. Really? Tell us why, Colin. Why? Like, I don't see how you can ban Rampaging Ferocidon and then and put a card like Chain Goblin Chain Whirler that does similar broken things. Arguably, it's bad, not even broken, right? but I see what you mean. I know what like, you're talking about. Yeah, better body, kind of more instant effect. I mean, it's got an ETB, which yeah. is, I mean, that's like, powerful. It also it, it, it's crew, the whole it's right? the whole Patrick Sullivan rant when Ravenous Chupacabra got spoiled. Yeah, he's just like, how can you ban these cards when you're literally printing other creatures? With insane effects that have no drawback to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think they're just now, given standard now, I guess they didn't know how standard would shape up, I guess. But, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Well, they were supposed to. Like. Of, but, yeah, I know what you mean. If you tell me now that Rampaging Ferocidon is still a bannable Magic the Gathering card. Like, I would I kind of laugh. I actually don't think it ever was, except... Oh, I'm sorry, that was that's taken out of context, but, like, I don't think it was ever, like, on its own ban-worthy. It was just, like, it took the fall for that red deck. And because the deck that fought against it, the, like, what was it, Rug Energy that fought against it? Yeah. That, those both got taken down, but, like, the way to fight against the red deck was, like, Orler Virtuoso, basically. And Frostodon punished that plan. Uh, maybe it speaks to like Kaladesh block and how oh, overpowered as, yeah. that block is. Yeah. Because without like heart and some of the other pieces that come from that block is is red it's, yeah, that soon, good? Yes. Yeah. Red red's red's mostly Amonkhet though. And even Ixalan. The only card the only card I can think of right now from Kaladesh oh. is Kari's Evan Shock. Heart? Yeah, heart Heart isn't seen playing the red decks. In the black red decks. Specifically, on oh, the black red decks, yeah, I scrounger. Even, I don't even think you're playing the black red decks. I think your black red deck should just be mono red aggro splashing scrounger and unlicensed disintegration because you're already playing the place of the Bowman Courier. Uh, you're playing, uh, but you play heart. You three, three unlicensed. No, I mean some of them aren't even playing. Oh, three unlicensed or three Bowmats. Four. Some of them. Are, I don't know why you wouldn't play four Bowmats. That's a different discussion. Some of them aren't even playing Bowmat though. That's stupid. Is it? I don't know. So, Colin, if you would play uh, standard, what would yeah, you play? Yeah, if you're going to play uh, standard, Esper like, Control. All right. Oh, that's, that's, actually, that's actually funny. <laughs> Which I'm thinking about buying that for funny, the or Funny, for the like, given my disdain for, like, or how, like, passionate I'm talking about these red decks right now. Like, that's yeah. not my style. No, it's not my style either. But, like, Maybe I, play I, even though it's not my style, I think, and I'm not a pro. By any means of the word, yeah, or any like any means at all. None of us are. I just feel like if you're not playing for Bowman Courier, I think you're dumb. Sure. I think if you're like, not playing foreign license disintegration, like what are you doing? Like if you have enough artifacts to handle unlicensed yeah. disintegration, why not play four? I actually, so you're I play do agree with that. Instead, is what you're telling me. Oh yeah, cast downs. I, I I have an RPTU the the team unified RPTU this weekend. Uh, I think one of my teammates is. Mono red, yep, good call. And one of my teammates is either mono green or Stompy. green black. Yeah. Oh sure, like green. Which yeah. green black being maybe the mono snake. green deck splashing black for oh so no for snake. scrounger, 
and then some. Oh, it's got, yeah, it's got that black activation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, interesting. Which gives me an open field for anything you want. A, a lot of control decks. Blue, white, um, Esper, blue, black. Why Esper? So like, over. Oh, blue, dude, white. I've been looking at this Esper like mid range list actually. That's been playing like a lot yeah. of main deck histories and. Uh, the uh last history of Benalia. Really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Last week I was playing a league with um, one of the. One of uh the players down here, we were playing the red black mid range deck. And we played against this uh, player who was playing, main deck Knight of Grace and Knight of Malice. Yeah. Yeesh. And um, history of Benalia. And we he played the Scarab God. And also some counter spells and like sing like play like like syncopate and yeah really syncopate syncopate's great yeah. syncopate's, syncopate's really good against uh, scrap heap scrounger yep because we got the exile boy yep that's then, really um, really powerful Teferi. there's some number of Teferi in there um he had main deck Lyra which like bodied us Lyra Dawnbringer Baneslayer Angel main deck Baneslayer Angel just if you're in a spot where you're doing that, you just Welcome feel so, to Earth. so great. Welcome to Earth. And I think that deck Earth. might be really strong, actually. Really? A bunch of people are going to play... Mid-range deck, yeah. Mono red. Like, play a deck that blocks well. Have, yeah. some, have some threats that go over the top. Peter, for your kind of question of why you play Esper, though, over, like, blue-white. Sure. Uh, Fatal push. Fatal push, cast down... Are like good removal spells. Cast down is akin to seal away, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, uh, fatal push is powerful. This one's playing four main deck Vraska's contempt. That too. That too. God, I forgot that about that is card. Like the best and worst thing to happen to standard because uh, it just also deals with everything, yeah. right? But it's yeah. also like I remember when deals people. With everything. I remember <laughs> when, when that card got spoiled. When like the big Ixalan mm-hmm. leak happened, mm-hmm. people were just like. Eh, a little so, bit on yeah, that card. Yeah, I was just like, "What?" Yeah. It this kills planeswalkers, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so like the power level around. of that card, um, completely hinges on. All right, are there indestructible creatures in the format? Right. If so, are they good? Uh, the right. answer is yes. Oh, Turns right. out right. gods yeah. are super Scare of God, yes. Yeah. Uh, God, are there sure. planeswalkers that are good in this format? Always. Uh, yes. Are they good? Yes, it's most of the time always yes. Even yeah. if we only had the Liliana Death's Majesty, <clears throat> even if she was good. the only Planeswalker, that card would still be good. Yeah, for sometimes just because it has red even. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that the Esper deck has going for it over the blue white deck. So the blue white deck plays a lot of like permanent base removal, cast down or not cast. Sorry, not cast, cast down. Like, uh, seal away, cast out. Even I think they play some cast out still, don't they? Yeah, the, yeah. The Esper deck does. Yeah, the Esper, the Esper deck that one didn't, but like uh, maybe they do. Um, but the blue white deck. Like you know, like even like Ixalan's binding. I I don't know what all they're doing or whatever. Uh, but the Esper deck is a is a Gear Hulk deck. Gear Hulk contempt. Gear Hulk casts down. Gear Hulk uh, sensor. Gear. Oh, that one played sensor. I don't know if I so played do, sensor. It depends but like, on the the Esper deck you build. Yeah. You're Esper control. You're playing Gear Hulks probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah not the, the mid range deck. deck yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about probably doesn't. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, Colin and I are kind of discussing a little bit of two separate decks in the fact that my the one I'm thinking about is the control deck. And when he's talking about it's got like history of Benalia and like some other stuff. So uh, if you're playing the control deck, you can be a better you're a, the better gear hulk deck is the reason to play it over versus blue white. the mid range deck you'd play like the knights and the histories and Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're like disruptful disrupt dis- 
you disrupt your opponent, but also like then you then you kill him. And like blue white, the the best thing to play because like a lot of the blue light blue white lists that aren't playing gear hulks, like don't even like play any card draw. They aren't playing any yeah. glimmers or hieroglyphic illuminations. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because like a lot of your what the Esper decks are, you're playing four Teferi, you're playing four cast out, like three to four cast out. You're playing four irrigated farmlands, two to th- two search for Escantas. You have a lot of card selection. Yeah. So you you have a lot of quantity in drawing your cards. The Esper deck also is playing an Argyle's Bloodfest as opposed to search for Escanta. I think that's wrong. Considering I also a, think it's considering uh, you're a, have you ever Hulk had Bloodfast on a field? Yes. N- no. Also, I just thought about it. It's playing three Scarab God, so like that's a really good thing to sack to Bloodfest. Yeah, but you—it's not the sack effect, right? Like, who cares oh, about flipping not. it? Sure. It's just about card drawing advantage. cards. But yeah, and Bloodfest is way better. It's like actual card advantage as opposed to search. It's not like if your opponent does nothing on their turn, you might as well sink it in like a few life points. Sure. Into drawing a card. Sure. I my problem with that card right now is that. There's just so many aggressive decks. You, it feels like you just won't have time to like do it. But what if it isn't for the card draw though? What if they played it in the main deck as like a hedge for? Oh, I'm just gonna be under five life sometimes. That's actually interesting. That's actually interesting. Man, that's, yeah, I, that's I so it, loose yeah. because of unlicensed disintegration, right? So like you oh, can yeah, sack in response, but like if you're tapped out, yeah. you're never gaining life. Yeah, that's. I mean, I guess yeah, unlicensed disintegration is something to consider. Hey. And response to you gaining life, uh, destroy this other creature, and you lose life. If you disintegrate a Scarab God, even though oh no, it doesn't have an destructible, does it? No. So it will actually die. You can you can disintegrate can you, like Hazard, Hazard yeah. and just to deal three damage. Yeah. Sweet. Three on a lightning bolt. Dude. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's actually like counter squall your abrupt decay, idiot. Yep. Die. That's sweet. That's a really cool line. Yeah. Something to remember the uncountable spell. I think Pargools is a great card to have as a one of because there's going to be a weird situation where you're like this card's neither positive or negative sure uh, i'm just gonna play it i don't know i uh, think you have to pick and choose it's a your, two mana spots you know what helps you with that two mana sink uh teferi on tap two lands poggers yeah teferi there's like a two or three of teferi in that list it's interesting is so good two is weird sort of because you draw so many fucking cards that you just see the other one and then you're like what do i do with this thing yeah there's our one because sometimes like you wanna you wanna alt right (laughs) yeah draw a card exile that thing generally you do yeah i really want to get to the point where like i have no cards left in my deck except for like i ulted one to fairy so i have two left i'm just like draw to fairy tuck it draw to fairy tuck it draw to tuck it and just keep tucking it it's like not funny, but it is funny. Sometimes I talk all day. Uh, <laughs> I talk all night. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> One of the few games I played with Blue White, I got the old Teferi and then just like tap do, out. Just do nothing. Tap no, tap out on my turn for like pull for tomorrow for six. Good God! And just your stuff's gone. Jesus. Uh, bye bye. Yep. Uh, here's a weird question that's like not relevant, but Teferi's alt is it better than Vincer's alt? Fencers, I'm pretty sure, is like whenever you play a spell, exile a permanent. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Is Have you ever sphinx revved, gained six life, drawn six cards, and exiled six permanents? I've I don't done think anybody's th- done that. I have. Three I'm t- of those t- things. I have. Look, Tron I, players are dumb, and they let you do whatever things. you want. I will yeah. concede to Teferi taking up 
to seven, which is one before it ults. You definitely should. Like, really? I, if I if you just if, like don't have an if answer. Teferi's been on the board for two turns, and like I have like I haven't killed it yet, I'm conceding. The first tick up mm-hmm. is like your only window. Yeah. And because once they even once then, they always have logic not. It, like you're you're doomed. Yeah, maybe they always have logic not. Yeah, that was due. Oh, uh, in modern, yeah. Eh. Standard, they always. Meh. What you got to do to always counteract that is have a four mana win the game card in your deck, and play Cryptic Command with it. Rug shift, do it. <laughs> or you just play like Wait, Blood Bird. Play, play like uh, did you play an uncastable goblin in your deck, dog? <laughs> I love go. that he's a goblin. Right? Can Kiki we talk about that for a second? Breaker. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Step one. How did a goblin get that powerful? Uh, so actually, uh, the, lore of, go, the lore of Kikijiki. We've talked about this before, have we? Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, out then too. Kikijiki got exiled from uh, his clan because he was just a mischievous bastard. Oh, we have talked and about And he was this. just like, <laughs> um, I'm gonna do this. He ran around breaking mirrors, and they said, "Hey, get out, get out, dude. Uh, yeah. Too much bad luck." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're literally cloning all of us. Stop, um, <laughs> please. I don't know if he, um. Shattered the, uh, what's what's the artifact that? Well, don't ask me. No, that gets rid of the legend rule. From oh God, um, mirror I do gallery. Know. Yeah, it's mirror gallery. I yeah. think he like did some shit there. He broke the mirror. He's the mirror break. The mirror breaker. Yeah, that's oh. why he can't copy legendary. Dude. I just imagine like him sitting around in a goblin clan, and they're like, "Are right, you listen?" You've copied Goblin Matron too many times. There's literally forty thousand MFing <laughs> goblins here because you're just keep they just keep coming. He was a runt too. He could of, he could of his siege of game. his clan. Is that more? Is that a fact? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah a runt? I'm pretty sure. Him and his brother I'll tell you that in so much fight. He has a lot. brother. Yeah, he has a brother. Has he? Co- can he copy his brother? His brother is know. Yamazaki. Wait, no, that's no. not right. What? What if it was though? Uh, anyway, he got exiled. <laughs> went to the top of the mountain. <laughs> fell into yeah. a dragon's lair. Yeah. As, as and, you do, and tr- like played pranks on that dragon, and the dragon was, you know, I like I I, I like, like this you. little guy. I, like I you. won't murder you, you, piece of shit. <laughs> and, yeah. Like that's the dragon on the art of the original Kikijiki. That's right. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. Today, best I start learned. worst art. Best art. Okay, best if you had to choose. Best oh yeah, cards. best art. Best. Card. You put a gun to your head and said, "Pick the art." Yeah, that one. Okay, Kamigawa art. No, Fantastic. No it's unfortunate though, because I think the copy he played with was not that art. Oh yeah, no. Because I had it. <laughs> rest. Copy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Hey, um, you know, whatever. Did yes, you though. did you put that card in the battlefield at all this weekend? I think I did once. Yeah, once, I feel like, maybe I feel twice. Like it just never Sometimes all you have to do is search for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, oh my god. Act like you're going to search Dude, for it. Uh, so for those listening, you know I play a lot of Kiki Chord variants. This weekend. They know. They know. I played a chord variant. No way of cat. No red sources in the deck. Actual zero red sources. Only way of getting Kiki Jiki. Court of Calling for five. Eldritch Evolution. And if I drew Kiki Jiki, the ways I had to put him back in my deck were Jace, the Mind Sculptor Brainstorm. Big Hase. Or Vendillion Click myself. I have two questions. Fire away. First question. First question. Why were you playing Jace? Because uh, have you ever read the card? That card is trash and modern. Uh, what are you talking about? Dot deck. What? Who's playing that card? Jeskai control. 
No, no, oh, dude, shit. they're just playing. They're just playing Teferi now. Yeah, that's not <laughs> correct. Like, turns out a five. Jessica Control is gonna find out very soon that Teferi is not that good. I, I think you're high. <laughs> like, do you remember Nahiri being the best thing ever? Yeah, I but do. Nahiri doesn't let you untap lands to protect itself. That doesn't matter. Yes, it, it wins. The, it goes to six loyalty and wins the yeah. game. Teferi is a three mana planeswalker. The, so the turn not. after you play it, let's say you just have like. Uh, Celestial Calonade in play. Sure. Tap it for mana. Yeah, like it can untap some, it. It can do some goofy stuff. Block, for sure. That's that's a win-win scenario. You untapped your land. Yep. Okay. Then what? Cast not seer missions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One because it's sorcery speed, you and know two what, because that card is trash. You know what else adds a mana and lets you draw a card? Sarkin Unbroken. Oh. <laughs> Sarkin. And that card's not played, and his tick down's actually good. I'm kidding. Uh, no, Teferi's... Have you ever tucked something? That thing is awesome. Uh, sure. Uh, That's actually the worst mode on that yeah. card, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's fine. The uh, t- Don't get me wrong, Teferi's good. I'm not trying to say the card's bad, but, like, calm down, people. It's fine. It is fine. It should not Sorry. be what it's worth, but... It is. Uh, well, it's yeah, it's that multi-format playability, man. They get hey, you with that. Standard. Only reason I played Jace was for the Kentucky Kiki. Kiki. Yeah. Second question. Second question. Why no red? Uh, did you ever miss like no red? fiery justice or bolt or? I did miss fiery justice and I did miss bolt, but this deck I felt had a good middle ground between the Nycor deck and the Sahili Cobra deck. Mm-hmm. Because my draws could be explosive with, there were a few times this weekend that I went turn two Coiling Oracle into yeah. another two drop, whether it be Scavenging News or Voice of Resurgence or Wall of Omens. And that just felt strong. Sure. Um, I had four lands on turn three. Four man, World was at my fingertips. And it just felt like I needed to be a little more... Proactive? Yeah. Instead of reactive. Yeah. Try to like... All right, I'm gonna be facing some creature decks. Why not play bolts? Yeah. Instead of oh, maybe I need to think of this on a different axis. Maybe try to play a little more to the board, just to give myself more time to be able to do the thing. You know what I mean? So for my own sanity, you still play the same package like Resto Angel. Yeah. Kiki, yeah two yeah, angels. Yeah. Okay. Two instead of three. Yeah. I could see myself playing a third in the future, but I think two might. Third be fine. seems powerful, but I yeah, two is mm-hmm. fine. Uh, nobles, yeah, three or four. Sorry. So, yeah. so I think the reason for two angels instead of three is there's when you're not playing red, you don't have as many busted enter mm-hmm. the battlefield effects as you do when you're not. That was my next question. So like, there's you no things like PK and I missed Huntmaster of the Fells yeah, more than I missed. That's what I wonder. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huntmaster's just um, insane. Just life gain. Yeah. Well, I was playing no life gain other than the one course of crew in the deck. No scoos. I guess no. I had scoos. I had eh. scoos in the main deck, scoos in the board. Here's something interesting that I've been contemplating about. Mm-hmm. Like as I brew, I'm like, okay, so what turn would I optimally want to wrath the board against humans? Okay, three or four, right? Turn three or four. That's that's like when they're Usually. not at capacity, but they're building a board state that's probably going to. Put me close to dead next turn. Uh, yeah. Have you casted spot removal spells before? Uh, or is this your? You know, maybe. Like, there's obviously some kind of disruption mm-hmm. beforehand. Uh, but hopefully, my, hopefully, right. But my thought is like, I would rather cast a four mana wrath effect than a five mana wrath effect. 
right? Uh, yes. That just yes, makes sense. Yes, You're yes. not casting Fumigate in this meta. Right. You're casting you have, like you Supreme have, you have Verdict or yeah. Damnation or Wrath or whatever. Settle the wreckage. Mm-hmm. One turn makes a difference. Right. So does a three-mana Bantu's Less Reckoning get there? Granted, it is downside. But yeah. how fast do you need to be with the Wrath? And what turn do you really want to I mean, like, Ad Nauseam is playing it. Yeah. I mean... Like, Ad Nauseam can also cast it off of... Not sure. Their Bloom. Lands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then they're also giving up tapping their lands. Which is not a nothing cost. I mean, but if they're... If sure, they get their is, next turn, but, like... If their play is, like, play on life, Bantu's less right. It's an interesting line. Then, like... But they're sure. not dying their next turn. So I have the luxury of, sure. okay, if my lands are tapped, it doesn't really matter. And the little sure. thought experiment you know, I'm trying to take us on is that we've been given a, many options in this modern meta, mm-hmm. Wrath of X-wise, even creature-wise. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff out there. Mm-hmm. So the, the fact that, like, it's no longer return two or three meta, like, it's very much three, four, even five. Games are tending to go later in modern now. Like, they just continue to go later. Like Which is kind of nice. Like a year ago, if I were to tell you, like, here's a five-mana Planeswalker, would you ever play it? It would have to be extremely good. Like, it would have to be Busted. just the Mind Sculptor level powerful, probably, right. or close to. Especially, especially a year ago. See ya. Especially a year ago. Yeah. Like, Teferi would just not have fared well. No. Almost certainly not. I don't know. I still, I don't... I I don't know if I just have too high of a praise for Teferi. I don't know. I've seen that boy do busted magic the gathering stuff. He has not done any busted magic the gathering. What are you talking about? He's just like such a fair planeswalker. Exactly. He's hard to kill. He's fair. He, he like gets you in a position to end the game quicker. He doesn't win the game. Exiling all your opponents' permanence is not a. Did you not hear what I just said? <laughs> he gets you into a position where you can win the game quicker. Sure, I guess. He draws cards. The whole discussion we had earlier was how Jeskai needs to turn the corner quickly, and Teferi yeah. helps you do that. Jace does that quicker. Fight me. <laughs> IRL. <laughs> Rust 1v1. on video. No, like, it's interesting that, like, um, people are hating Jace and loving Teferi, and I'm like, like these are just both equally bad. I don't hate bad. Jace either. No, that's understandable. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I just think Jace is easier to deal with, and in a in a deck where Planeswalker is a pretty good win con. If you're gonna play the better, if you're gonna play two, either one or the other, I think you're gonna play the one to protect it that protects itself more, and sort of build your deck a little better around that. You know what I mean? Bolt is rather prevalent, isn't it? Still. Yeah, yeah, but Teferi yeah. just doesn't care. One, because he untaps lands, and two, yeah, Teferi, he's just huge. Well, Teferi goes up to five, yeah, and also gains card advantage. It's like that subtle. I can, I can actually I I can buy into what you're what you're going on about here, Colin. Uh, and this is actually that's probably the best argument I've heard for Teferi since its in, like inception. Basically, that's mm-hmm. like I, I I that's the best argument I've heard for sure. And I I'm not gonna say like I'm convinced, like I'm sold on, but like I get you. I know where you're on now. So like I'm. I'm with you. Uh, well, it's, like, it's I don't know if you've ever as canted on your main phase and then got to untap it with Teferi. 
sure. Like I'm not like it, the it might seem way more at fan, that but point. Yeah, but yeah. like in the corner cases where you need like two answers to stuff. And you have 18 mana. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Lightning Bolt's the most played card. And what's Jace, funny is Jace like, is actually really bad against Bolt. So, yeah. I, yeah. What's funny is, like, I, I understand where Colin's coming from because sometimes two mana is exactly what you need. Sure. It, just, it always ends up that way. Yeah. Lightning so. looks busted. We know that. Sort of. Mana leak, logic knot. Usually There's just, just, usually just dumb nine. two mana Double stuff. dispel. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Please, no. Yeah. Oh man, what a what a card! Double dispel. So what it sounds like from regionals, you two learn some valuable lessons about what to play, what not to play. Oh yeah, kind of. I think Kiki Core just can't beat aggressive or combo decks. So it just just beats fair decks, which I think. So like it can like really beat up fair decks. Has a kind of a hard time with control decks. Mm -hmm. Aggressive aggressive decks. If you build your main deck, right, you can build it to beat around it. You can beat. You can build it to beat it. Combo decks. Yeah. Always going to be rough. Tron, Storm, Scape Shift. Always going to be rough, no matter how you build your board. Because if they just have the one answer to the one what, yeah, answer whatever piece in you your have. board, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. And most of the time they do. Yeah. Because, like, like, Tron has Oblivion Stone. Yeah. Shift has, like, Cryptic Command. Nonsense cards. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's understandable. I I get where you're coming. Kiki Cord it it can't beat everything, but like you can make your like a lot of matchups really strong. You can make your fair matchups really strong. And your well, you just have to really you, so you just have to guess right sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Board. I understand yeah, beat that. The board, dude. Beating that the pairing board is hard, but sometimes you do it right. I don't know. I didn't. So like I started out four zero. My round one opponent was just Jeskai Control. Yeah, one of the hardest like thought matches I've had in a while. Yeah. And it all just turned out to courting for Kiki Jiki that wasn't in my deck. Yep. And my opponent conceded. Picked up his card. Damn mirror breaker. And it was Dude, that's did, and you also didn't know it was Yeah, wasn't I didn't realize deck. it until the car ride home. That your Kiki Jiki wasn't in the deck. Decided it Kiki out, G- right? Yeah. You thought you were courting for Kiki Jiki, right? Yes. Like you thought that's what was happening. Yes. And I was thumbing <laughs> I was thumbing through my deck yeah. and my opponent picked up his cards. And he told me, oh, I know Kiki Jiki's in your deck. I, before we started our game, I saw you shuffling. Which kind of was oh like, all right, you, sc- you, you, you scumbagged, but also, also, but I'm also yeah. scumaz. <laughs> <laughs> so we we're just scumaz gonna... together. Wasn't in my deck. Wow, that's actually funny. Because, like, I think if I'm a Jeskai player... I, I would also expect you to side out Kiki, but this guy just like blanked on it. Because yeah. Kiki Jiki's not, it's not, <laughs> it's good. not good. It's, it's a terrible good. card in that I matchup. Should, like, I shouldn't yeah. expect. Right, you should never expect a combo. Also, the amount of times where I flipped Kiki Jiki to Coiling Oracle when my land base was like Noble Hierarch, <laughs> Breeding Pool, Hollow Fountain. Uh, I'll draw this. Just I made guess. my opponents just go. Can you respond to that? Like, revealing the card? Like, can you fetch it away? No. Can't. Yeah. No. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, no. it's not. Like a goblin. Also, you can't, <laughs> yeah. Showtime. you can't choose not to put the land into play. Oh. Which came up once on my turn yeah. three when I played Coiling Oracle before I played a land. But the land in my hand was uh, Botanical Sanctum. Oh. And the, the, the card on top was a Celestial Colony. And Sanctum says you cannot play unless you 
Well, it comes uh, with yeah, yeah, tapped. Yeah, oh, so, like, I didn't right. get to go, like, hmm. noble or whatever. Wow, that's awkward. It was awkward, but, like, didn't matter. But I could see situations where it does matter. Huh. Well, gentlemen. That is interesting. My name is Peter Schabani, here with Colin Bradley. Hey, thanks for listening. And Austin Baker. Until next time. And we appreciate all of you new Patreon supporters, specifically Charlie Labor. It's good to have you on board, Charlie. I love you, Charlie. This is Dead on Board.